0: He reads tarot cards, too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, KC Phoenix. Welcome back to the Keeping It Real with KC show. Before I go any further, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Speaking of several other podcasting platforms, I literally found out this morning that I was on another podcasting platform that I didn't even know about. Because I was looking up something. I received something in the mail from the main podcasting platform, which is Anchor. And they were like, we need your link for this new program to put you on the wait list or whatever. And I'm like, okay, fine. So I have to dig through all of my stuff on my profile. And I was looking at some of the... Podcast platforms that the show is distributed on. And then I have seen Radio Republic. And I'm like, I'm on Radio Republic? I didn't know that. But see, that's what I'm talking about. It's those little things. And by the way, I'm multitasking while I'm doing the show. Because that's just what I do. I hope that everyone is doing amazing today. It is Wednesday, October the 6th. It's actually a Libra Moon, which I plan on doing that episode, I might need to do it before the other episode, because I have it like three episodes down, and I guess it would just be better to do it as a, the next episode after this one, to make sure I get it in on time. So yeah, uh, the next episode, I'll just switch it around. The next episode after this one will be about the Libra moon, the new moon in Libra. Because there's a new moon in Libra today, October the 6th. And then also, there will be a full moon on the 20th of October in Aries. So, yeah. Dallas Chronicles. That's what I'm talking about. I had to think for a second. I, I'm pretty sure when I was talking about the broken silence after the move that I mentioned the issues with the crazy old man, I think. For my, for my old listeners, if I did mention it, this is going to be a recap. For the new listeners, you're going to hear it for the first time. So, I moved to Dallas back at the end of August. And I explained you know, why I did what I did. And if you don't know, for the new listeners, go to the episode Broken Silence After the Move. And then that will give you some insight on why I decided to move from Los Angeles to Dallas, Texas. But a few days after being in my apartment, I had a run in with this old man. And. He came by the first time. It was a few days before Labor Day. So this happened back a while ago, like a month and some change ago. Because today's the sixth. So yeah, it happened a month and a few days ago. The first time he came by, it was at nighttime. I had already looked on my security screen. And I had seen him outside. And I was just like, who is this person and what do they want? at night time because it was around I think the uh, close to maybe eight o'clock. However, I wasn't picking up a bad vibe. So I was just like, you know what? I'll I'll just go ahead and you know, engage. And I you know, spoke to him through the screen. And I was like, Yeah. How can I help you? And he's like, you you guys need to get out of there. And I'm like, guys need to get... What is he talking about? I'm like, hold on. So, then I go to the door and I open the door because I, I, I wasn't worried about anything physically happening to me on that level. And... He was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, you guys need to get out of there. He's like, you guys shouldn't be in there. You need to get out of there. And I'm like, "Um, I just moved here. Well, it it doesn't matter. You need to get out of there. He's like, well, no, I'm not going anywhere because I just moved here. (laughs) He's like, okay, well, I'll be back tomorrow night then. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) He didn't come back the following night. However, he did come back on Labor Day. Now, mind you, when I first moved here and still to a certain degree, packages like delivery people, I promise you, you know those um, operations where people are usually doing something shady because they have a whole bunch of packages coming to their place and everything. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody in... In this community thought that because so many people have been coming through here, whether it's UPS, whether it's Amazon, whether it's FedEx or whoever, because I was ordering so much stuff because, you know, I have to get things done and <laughs> I didn't check the security screen on Labor Day when the doorbell rang. I didn't look at it. I was just like, oh, it's, it's another package from Amazon or FedEx or UPS because I was expecting some more packages anyway. So I just open the door and it's this man again. And I'm like um what's going on here? He's like well I called security and they're going to come and throw you guys out. I'm like you've called security and they're going to come and throw me out? Oh boy. No. (laughs) So I was like, fine, whatever. I closed my door. Well, on my security system, it videotapes all the stuff that goes on. I happened, something told me to look at the videotape prior to me opening the door to deal with this individual. And before the individual rang the doorbell, What he did was he attempted to access my property. First, he turned the door to try and come inside. And then when the door was locked, he started looking through the blinds. And then after that, well, after that, he lit a cigarette and put it in his mouth. And then he rang the doorbell. And I'm like, wait a second, this person just tried to enter my property. Or not technically my property because obviously renting, but still the place where I reside. And I was like, no, that's not, that's a no go. So I went to my alarm system. I hit the panic button and then turned it right off because the alarm is really, really, really loud. And as soon as I turned it off, within less than a few seconds, the alarm company called me back. And they're like, you know, hey, is everything okay? I'm like, no, it's not okay. I'm like, somebody just attempted to access my property while the door was locked. I was like, I don't know if you have access to the video footage or not. And they're like, well, no, we, for security reasons on you know your end, we, don't, we can't just tap into your video footage. And I'm like, oh, okay, understood. But I'm like, well, I have him on video attempting to access my property. And they're like, we're going to go ahead and have the authorities come on out. So, mind you, I haven't been in Dallas for more than eight days. So, Dallas PD comes out. The man comes over with Dallas PD. And he's talking to them and I'm telling them, That this guy, this is the second time the guy has come by. And in addition to that, the guy had attempted to access my property. And they're like, okay. And mind you, Dallas PD, when they came out, they were very respectful, very helpful. One of the guys, Central Casting. All day long. When I tell you he looked like a police, if you were, if you were casting for a movie and you were casting a police officer, the guy who was taking my report, when I tell you he was everything, when it comes to central casting, he was everything. Had the bald head like Mr. Clean, he was Latino, tall. I'm six foot. He was at least maybe six foot two um muscular. And everything like you know it it was good <laughs> and he was very polite and he's like hey is it okay if I see the agreement I was like absolutely I was like you know here's the, the agreement that I have with the rental company and so on and so forth and then I, I showed other stuff too even though he didn't ask for it I'm that type of person where I feel the more information the better sometimes less is more Don't get me wrong, but I was like, let me show these people because I had just finished setting up my car insurance, which I switched back to Geico, by the way, and I saved some money. (laughs) So yeah, Uh, but yeah, I showed them my car insurance because I literally just switched back to Geico like the day before and set that up. So it had my new and current address on it. Because I still have my California, still do have my California license, which I plan, you know, I plan to swap that out in a few weeks and stuff. But I was at the time when I was talking to him, I was like, I don't have my car registered here yet because I just got here. But I know I have like 29 days. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, don't even worry about that. So he was reading over the lease agreement. And then he says to the guy, what makes you think that that he's squatting? And then the guy was like, because three people told me he was squatting. And I'm like, what? Three three people told you I was squatting. How make it make sense? And you know what? I'm not saying that he was lying. I'm not saying that. He could very well have been telling the truth. That three people in this community... That have absolutely nothing to do with their lives. And worry about other people. Said that I was squatting. Fine. Let's just go ahead. The person who was coming to my door. Is not part of any type of security team. They're not part of the HOA. They're not part of Dallas PD. They're not part of any other type of security. They're just a random person. And... I told him. I'm like, no, that information clearly is not accurate. And the police were like, okay, you stay away from him, is what they told him. And don't go anywhere near him. I was still disturbed because he attempted to access my property. And I'm going somewhere with this, so stay with me. Because there's more to the story. So this happens and i get the police report number and like i said the police officers were really really cool really really polite very very officers of the law they you know they were very professional so shout out to to the two members of Dallas PD i can't speak for all of Dallas PD cuz i haven't dealt with all of Dallas PD but for those two members of Dallas PD they were very professional very respectful my only issue was is that this individual attempted to access my property and I had it on videotape. And I told them that. I told Dallas PD that as well. I'm like, and also I have him on tape attempting to access my property too. So they did make it clear that he needed to stay away from me. I thought it was interesting on one level that they did not say... Anything in regards to the attempt to access a property. Because you can't just access someone's property. You, you just can't do that. Without permission. So after all of this passed. I call my attorneys. And you know call up the firm. The new firm. Because my old firm. Which let me tell you. The firm in California, I miss them because they're always on it. And this new firm is pretty good, too. But the old firm, I love the old firm in California. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Because they have some killers over there. And I love it. So this attorney contacts me from the new firm here in Texas. And I explain the situation to him. And he's like, no, you're right. They if someone um, attempted to access your property without your permission and you have them on videotape, there are charges that could have been pressed. And I'm like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, maybe they gave him a pass because they felt he wasn't right in the head or something. I was like, I don't know. And then the attorney said to me, he said, well, that's not your issue. That's his issue. And I was like, OK, so, I'm not, so I wasn't crazy on thinking this. Uh, my, my train of thought is correct. And I said, well, the, my biggest reason for contacting you guys, the firm, is to see if this person you know, approaches me again or says anything to me again, what are my options? Tell me what do I need to do? And then my attorney told me exactly like, you need to do this, 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 and this. And I was like, okay, cool. And knock on wood, I haven't had any issues with this individual anymore. Now, a few weeks pass, and I go to my mailbox, and I see some mail, and it says Dallas Police Department. I'm like, oh, this must be in regards to the police report. So I start opening up the mail. And then it says, you have an alarm system that is not registered with a the permit. There is a permit fee <laughs> to have an alarm system. And I'm like, Did I? am I hallucinating Okay, hold on. Because I haven't had an alarm system in forever. The last time I had an alarm system was with ADT. And that was probably... When was that? Oh my goodness. That was 99? I think. So you know me. uh, If I don't know something, I start researching. So apparently now, you know, 20 years later. And some change in major cities to have an alarm system you have to have a permit for the alarm which the fee isn't much it's only $50 so if you live in Dallas to my understanding then to and you want to get an alarm system just know you're going to pay a $50 fee to get your permit but the $50 fee wasn't the issue I was just like okay fine whatever (laughs) you know The issue was that tacked on to the $50 fee they had a $100 fee for false alarm. And I'm like, okay, wait a second. False alarm? Where did false alarm come from in all of this? And I'm like, false alarm? So I contact my attorneys again. And I get a different attorney this time with the same firm though. this attorney we didn't vibe as well. I don't know if it's because Mercury's in retrograde or whatever. Now, in all honestness, because you know I'm all about taking accountability, my ego was in in the way somewhat too. But if you don't explain to me why you're asking what you're asking, then I automatically. My defenses naturally go up because usually for me, when someone is interrogating or asking questions, if I don't understand what the purpose is, then my it's my natural instinct of dealing with people where I feel something may be going to another reason. And it's like, okay, you need to reveal what the deal is, especially if I'm not picking it up intuitively. Which my ego probably kept me from picking it up intuitively. (laughs) What the deal is, you know, tell me what the deal is of why you're asking these questions. And after I sat back and thought about it later that night when I was in bed, I'm like, oh, okay, that would make a great legal argument. Because he started asking, uh, one of the questions that he asked was, well, with your security company, do they call 911? Because he's like, you can call 911. And when he was asking that, I felt like he was saying, well, what was the point of having a security system if they're doing the same thing that you can do? That's how I was feeling. And he and that may have been his energy. But from an argument, a legal argument standpoint, it's like, how can you charge a fee for doing what he would have done anyway? And that's what hit me later on when I was in bed, just because I'm the type of person, just so you know, I play things out in my head a lot. Even things that have not happened are things that have happened. I'll play it out in my head. It's not like I'm trying to, you know, calculate and do a game of chess and all this stuff. It's just like I, I, I analyze things. And, and my listeners know this. My firebirds know this. I analyze everything. I constantly analyze myself, I constantly analyze other people. I'm always attempting to figure things out. Because and when I was in bed later that night after having that conversation with the attorney, I was like, Okay, why was he asking this? And then he brought up the thing about the alarm system, like, Well, did you talk to the landlord all this stuff because you know that you're supposed to? And I'm like, Whatever. We'll we'll deal with that later. Anyways, so Then he um, asked, too, about, well, are you sure that you didn't pay the $50 towards the $100? I'm like, no, I paid the $50 towards the permit and the $100 is separate. And after a breakdown of many things, I mean, he was a true attorney. Like he, that attorney, he is doing his calling. Because everything that he asked, and I'm not going to go through every single thing, but everything that he asked is what an attorney should and would ask in regards to a situation. I think that I was just a little bit more irritated because I was looking more for the result of, okay, tell me what we need to do. I've given you the basics. What do we need to run with? Because also I need you to send a letter in regards to this appeal and send a letter to them and and work all that out. So he was like, all right, well, send me everything that they sent you, which I did. I sent everything over and then, you know, he's going to look over it or either maybe some other attorneys will look over it or whatever. And then they're going to prep the letter and then get it out for the appeal. Against the one hundred, you know, against the one hundred dollars charge for the false alarm, because again, I have this person on tape attempting to access my property. That that is a very legitimate call, and it's not even about the one hundred dollars. That's whatever. It, it's the principle of it, and I'm also funny about little things like this, little agencies and stuff where they can just charge what they want to charge to. And as for the calling of the authorities, I got that answer yesterday when I spoke with my security system uh, monitoring team. I asked them, I'm like, do you just call 911 or is it something different? He's like, no, we do not call 911. He was explaining that they have dedicated numbers in especially in the major cities where it's all built in where they contact the proper authorities and there's a siren going on in the background I don't know if it's a fire truck or a an ambulance sounds like a fire truck but anyways he's like we contact the proper people and then they go ahead and come on out. He's like, it's not where we call nine one one because that's a different cue. So, in other words, they're calling a different number that would expedite the process, which is what I thought, and that's what I had told the attorney. I was telling him, I was like, I don't believe they call nine one one. I'm pretty sure they they have more of a direct type of c- contact. I was speculating at the time, but my speculation was correct because my, my attorney had said to me, he was like, well you're saying that but you don't know for sure and I'm like no I don't know for sure however that, that's what I believe it is and it seems like I was correct and I will let him know that when we circle up after he's reviewed all of the documents that I was correct on that so yeah I'm in the middle <laughs> of dealing with this false alarm charge and it's, it's been funny as for other stuff in Texas, with Dallas, the Dallas Chronicles as I call it, I did get my car registered. I had to run back and forth because in, this was another thing too as well. If, you move, if anybody planning on moving to Texas, here's your heads up because I did not know this. You have to do a safety inspection here. Like you, if you're bringing your car to Texas, you have to do a safety inspection and get it done before you can get your car registered. Usually, the DMV does it, to my understanding, because I remember when I registered my car in California, they handled all that with um, setting that up and whatnot. But here, You have to go to one of the certified places to do the safety inspection. Also, you have to do the smog check too. Which the lady at the tax place that handles the registration that I spoke to in customer service, she told me I had to do a smog check. And I was like, how do I have to do a smog check? My car is new. And she's like, well, no, it doesn't matter. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. But then I go in to the safety inspection lady and She's like, well, we can't do a small check because your car is new. And my doorbell just rang. See, another package delivered. Thank you, UPS. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> but um, she was like, we can't do a small check because anything that is, a, I think she said anything that's a, a, less than two years or something like that, the machine won't allow them to do it. I was like, okay, fine, whatever. So, I took my safety inspection and did over to the tax place. So, I wait. Mind you, I'm doing this early in the morning. And I wait. And now, let me say this right quick. Shout out to the Dallas tax office that where you register your car at. They had that thing moving like a well-oiled machine. So, shout out to them. When I tell you people were moving, moving through the line, as in numbers were being called, they were getting stuff done. I was thinking I was going to have to wait for like maybe an hour and a half or some change like that. That was not the case at all. So, I can tell you that I'm multitasking here. I can tell you that that was one of the benefits when I went to The tax office to get all of that stuff set up. But here comes the kicker. When I finally get up there after about 30 minutes, which isn't bad, considering when you're dealing with like, you know, those type of things, registering cars and all that stuff. 30 minutes is good time. So after 30 minutes of waiting, when I finally get up there, I start getting everything done. The lady is helping me out and she's looking over everything and she's like, uh, I can't register your car. I'm like, why not? She's like, your safety inspection is one letter off. Instead of S, they put five. I'm like. But can't we just get them the facts over something and confirm? Cause she's like, no, because the way they entered it into the system, because it was one um, one digit off or one letter off, whatever. It's not showing up in the system under your actual VIN number is what she was telling me. So you have to go back and take the test over the safety inspection test over again. And have them redo it under the correct VIN number. I'm like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, man. I cannot believe this. So I'm calling the auto place that I did it. The the auto shop that I did it at. And she was really, really sweet. about, And I was explaining to her, I'm like, hey... <laughs> um, the safety inspection report you gave me is off by one digit S instead of 5 or 5 instead of S whatever it was and she, she was like okay um, bring it on in and then we'll go ahead and do it she said obviously we're not going to charge you and I was like, well, can I get it done today? And she's like, well, I have to. And mind you, I was already on the road headed towards her. And I think she heard my um, on-star in the background. Because <laughs> it was like, um, you know, whatever my turn was, or whatever I was approaching, you know how it gives the warnings to, to every part. And I was like, is there any way you can fit me in? Because I think there was a, a 9.15 and a 9.30 And she's like, I can try to fit you in if you can get here in the next few minutes. I'm like, I can be there in the next few minutes. So I made it back to the auto shop. And she said, I'm going to go out to your car and look at the VIN number to see. Because usually they scan it in when they do the safety inspection. So it shouldn't have been off. And I was like praying to God. I was like, oh, Lord, please let it be a mistake that somebody just typed something wrong because if they scanned the number (laughs) and it doesn't match the VIN on my California registration and I'm here in Texas there is going to be so many issues because I didn't register my car, Chevrolet registered my car when, when I bought it in California so I was just like, oh, please let it be their mistake and not Chevrolet's mistake. I don't need <laughs> Oh, I don't need to go through this. I don't want to go through this. <laughs> so she comes back in and she's like, yeah. She's like, we did make a mistake. I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, I was. I'm so glad. I was like, I was getting ready to blow up on Chevrolet. And she's like, well, please don't blow up on me. I'm like, no, 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 no. I was like, this is an easy fix. I'm like, all you have to do is just type in the right number. and do. This is an easy fix. I'm like, a not easy fix would have been if my VIN number on my California registration was wrong and I had to get that VIN number fixed because in order to get the Texas registration I need to show proof of my California registration and the VIN numbers need to match then that would have been a whole different conversation that didn't even involve them it would have been with me and Chevrolet but luckily it was just somebody typed in something wrong so after I got the right VIN number (laughs) For the safety inspection, that was done. They didn't bring up smog because I went back the next day with my new safety inspection report and got everything done. Got the car registered and it's it's all good. So, yeah. So everything in Dallas has been chill. I haven't been out as much, but I've the times that I've been outside to go shopping usually I go to Super Target or I go to Wally World. For those who don't know, Target is Target and Wally World is Walmart so when I go to Super Target and Wally World everything's been chill like everyone and I have to get used to speaking again and not saying that LA people don't speak because they do it, that's one misconception about Los Angeles people Los Angeles people can be cliquish but actually Los Angeles people are more friendly than they are given credit for so I will say that so, yeah. But here, it's just, it's, I have to get back to remembering because I'm originally from the South. I'm originally from the Carolinas. And of course, Texas, I'm in the South. So I have to get back used to speaking to people again because when I was in Los Angeles, I didn't really speak to people. You know me, my listeners know me. I mind my business, is what I do. I mind my business, I run my race. But when you pass by people, they're like, hi, how are you? Especially when you're in the stores. Like anytime I've been in Target or Target, Super Target, (laughs) everyone's like, hi, how are you? You know, do you need help with anything? I'm like, wow. (laughs) Okay. At Wally World, hi, how are you? In the the day, a good day? Woo. Yes, it is. (laughs) Okay. I have to get used to people just being so um, engaged in, in, you know, interacting with one another because I haven't been in that energy in a minute. So, yeah, but I love it. And also one thing I do love, because it's the most hilarious thing to me, sometimes it's the little things that make me laugh. There is a tree right near... And I think I mentioned this before in my previous episode. There is a tree like right by my apartment. There is the squirrel that always has me cracking up. It's the squirrel's tree. And he has me cracking up. And then the birds have me cracking up. And speaking of birds... When I met Super Tarjay... Those birds are not afraid of anyone. And they're not pigeons. I think... um, I don't know if they're ravens. I guess they could be ravens. Whatever. Because um, they're blackbirds. Is what they are. They're just out. And they're picking up food and stuff on the parking lot. Any like type of crumbs or whatever. How crumbs get into the Target parking lot is beyond my comprehension. I'm not digging that deep into it. That's another story for another day. But as for the birds. They just... They they are not afraid of people. It's almost like they're looking to be fed or something. I don't know. But I just find it hilarious. And the squirrel is hilarious. Every time I see the squirrel are squirrels. Because there's a squirrel. There's another squirrel on the other tree going down the walkway. And that squirrel has me laughing too. So it's just the little things with the animals and all of that stuff. Everything is cool. The whole hospital incident, which if you haven't listened to that, you can listen to that episode of what happened at the hospital. You know, it's just a different type of energy. I do not regret my move at all. I, I am very, very happy that I made the decision to move. I'm very thankful I was able to move. And... So far, I am enjoying Dallas. And one guy had told me with the hospital, one of the guys who had called to check on me after my visit in the emergency room and stuff just to follow up and make sure I knew I could go online and all this other stuff. And we were we were chatting it up for like 20 minutes. And he's like, and um, he said, you're going to love the food in Texas too. And he's like, we have better Mexican food than California. I'm like, oh. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm just I'm loving the vibe. I'm curious how this alarm, or false alarm as they call it, situation is going to play out because someone on video attempting to access your property that is far from a false alarm. But whatever, uh, I'm letting the attorneys deal with that. I can say I'm I'm loving it. I'm thankful and I am blessed. As well, I hope that this has been as entertaining for you as it has been for me. Like I said before, the next episode that I put up, I was going to wait three episodes, but since it's already the sixth, the next episode that I put up will be about the Libra Moon. I'm just going to pull an article on that and I'll read the article just to give you some stuff. I'm leaning towards doing some type of tarot card readings this weekend. I'll know for sure when it gets closer to the weekend. I have to see what type of energy I'm in. Thank you to everyone who has been supporting this podcast. I appreciate it more than you will ever know. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. KIRWKC on all the social media platforms.